0: Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. Is it uh, your pace or mine today, Ellie?
1: I'll start. I had such a good day today and I just want to tell you what I did. So I took the day off from work. Normally I work on Tuesday. I took the day off a while ago because I was supposed to have an orientation this afternoon for my research internship that got postponed, but I still had the day off and I realized going through my closet and in the past couple months that I don't have any clothes, like appropriate clothes that aren't old or running clothes. So about a month ago, I called my mom who conveniently owns a boutique for upscale women's clothing. And I was like, Hey mom, are you going to be open on the 27th of April? And she's like, yes. And I said, great. And she was like, would you like to make an appointment? And I said, yes, just cut and perm, no color this week. And she said, great. Can't wait to see you. So that was today. So I went to visit my mother's boutique and now I have actual clothing. My jeans are not 10 years old and ripped. They are professional. I got like blazers and um sweaters and nice clothing that makes me look like I'm almost a 30 year old, which I am. And oh, it was such a wonderful day. Wonderful morning with my mom and just getting clothes. And oh, it's it feels so nice. So that was my morning today.
0: That's really great. I thought I thought that was going to go so many different places, Uh, you know, like um, I called up my mom who has this boutique and she said, who is this? (laughs) Or or I called up my mom who has this boutique and she says, uh, we don't got anything for you, hippie, (laughs) or, you know, we don't take your kind here. put your shirt on. Yeah, we don't have any synthetic blends that are uh tightly uh uh hug your body. We don't have well, any wicking we don't have any wicking fabrics at my upscale boutique.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um well, uh we don't have any clothes that are made out of recycled trash bins. Um <laughs> No, well, it was interesting because I really have not gotten jeans in over like 10. It's got to be like 10 years. And um, so I didn't even know what size I was. I just walked in and I was like, help me. And trying on pants, the first one I put on and they fit, but I was, I walked out and I was like, am I too tall for these? Or is this how this is supposed to look? And she's like, that's called cropped Ellie. And I was like, oh, okay. So a couple of them, I was like, I think I might be too tall for jeans. I don't know what to do, but we figured it out. And she helped me a lot. I'm actually gonna go back because I wanna get like shoes and a bag and like some jewelry and stuff too. Um so because I don't always look like a dirt bag. I do like to dress up. It's just, you know, been a year of COVID and I haven't really felt the need to wear anything other than sweats.
0: Don't blame the year of COVID on your decade of <laughs> dressing like like uh, Oh
1: God, I know. Oh, it's but it was so much fun. I can't wait. Um and yeah, so that was my morning. and It was such a beautiful day. Uh, and I jogged, jogged. It wasn't, it was like a shuffle for 30 minutes today. So, you know, it was a pretty, pretty nice morning for me.
0: Wow. I am impressed. Yeah. Of course, none of us will ever see you in those clothes because you'll only be wearing those I'm not sure where, but not at any events.
1: You know, sometimes you just got to get fancy and go to the grocery
0: store. you got to get fancy. Like no doubt about you getting fancy. I'm just saying, ain't, ain't none of us going to be crossing your path while you're walking around being fancy.
1: Well, so two pairs of these pants are so comfortable. When I put them on, I was like, are these how jeans are supposed to feel? And it's probably just because my jeans are like almost disintegrated. Like, but, um, I could really, like, they were so comfortable. I was just like, Mom, I could finish a day at school and then just walk out those doors and go for a run in these. She's like, I know, isn't it great? So maybe you will. I'll just show up in jean leggings, jeggings. A lot
0: lot different than those uh, rucksack dungarees you're used to wearing. (laughs) I know, really. I could do, like, a blue jean mile in those. That would be simple. Well, there you go. Ellie, that's really exciting. You're getting all grown up.
1: I know, and I haven't seen my mom in over a year it was pretty, it was pretty great. It was emotional. I was like, hi, mom. And she's like, hi. And it was wonderful. So uh, it was such a nice morning. Yeah. Yay. How was your morning, Chris? I worked. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Cause I don't envy you at all.
0: My neighbors were cutting down a tree and made my dog bark all day. And I had meetings.
1: Um, speaking of cutting things down, they were mowing outside, and one that made me so happy because mowing means things are growing. That's put that in a poetry book. And oh, to um, my Claritin pills. <laughs> yeah, well, I walked out the door and I sneezed, and I was like, "Oh goddamn, I miss
0: this. <laughs> yeah. I love this." Oh, I love watery, itchy eyes. <laughs> Just
1: oh it's so nice especially behind in the mask Oh, nothing
0: better well see the mask was all right um i didn't get sick all through the fall i didn't have any of my crazy allergy sinus infection things all through the fall it was just some awesome. poison ivy some bee stings well yeah i mean those are different um but, those are those are
1: genetic abnormality.
0: But why did we not record on the day we were supposed to record? Cuz my right side of my head was all Oh yeah. Fold up. I
1: felt bad about that. Like I was yeah, like, so yesterday we were supposed to record and Chris is like, "I don't know what's going on, but I might be having a stroke." And <laughs> I was just like, "Do you should drink some water?"
0: Yeah. Well, I I ate Claritin like they were peanut butter M&Ms and um, I took two showers. Um, You know, I mean, I did all the things I normally do whenever my sinuses are out of control. So
1: how long does that take? Like, did you just go to bed and it was OK in the morning?
0: No, I mean, it's it's still here. It's less. I mean, it's the uh, trials and travails of a trail runner who can't uh like i can't mow the lawn if i legit mow the lawn and walk behind a lawnmower uh, uh i'm done like i'm in bed for three days
1: i'll mow the lawn yeah well then you can record the podcast i mean uh, uh, edit the podcast while i'm mowing the lawn there be, we go
0: that'd be pretty swell but uh that would be <laughs> a decent uh decent offer there but anyways Thank yeah you. so when spring comes or when fall comes either one when the snow melts when people go and mow their lawns and chop up all the leaves that are there, all that, oh boy!
1: <sighs> one of my friends, Joe, is like that too. She, just all the she gets all the dander and also mold and everything. It's just oh, it sounds awful.
0: Yeah, um, you know, and I got one of these big noses that likes to breathe up a lot of stuff. It's uh, but you know, I did all that and um, then it was like all ooh stressed. And um, it, things are just changing with the schedule, with the kids' school and everything. But I did get out and run. Yes. Which is not something that would have happened, say, eight weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, if this morning and this day happened the way it all happened and I was feeling the way I was feeling and all of that, a run wouldn't have happened. And this podcast wouldn't have happened. So, both are happening. And I'm happy they're happening. (laughs) Yeah, and we're happening. It's just like us. We are. We are. So, uh, yeah, I did a little loop uh, in Black Creek Park. Well,
1: I want to hear about your weekend because my weekend was a little bit of a fail. Your weekend sounded a lot better than mine. So, which should we talk about first?
0: All right. Uh, Well, let's talk about yours. It's it's your uh, thing. You're doing Okay. Well, running is great,
1: except when it's not. Okay. So um, (laughs) this weekend on Sunday, I got permission to do my five minutes of jogging, five minutes of walking thing from coach. So I decided I was going to walk, jog the like mile and a half it is from my house to Buttermilk Falls, which is a nice trail system here. And then I was going to hike around Buttermilk like I normally do. And walk jog home. But of course, I have not hike jog to buttermilk for like a long, long time. And also I'm coming back from this period of time where I'm fit, but I'm not running fit right now. So the walk jog there was all right. I mean, I'm working out the kinks. I can feel like a little bit, you know, Ooh, I haven't done this in a while, whatever. Well, I get to buttermilk and I'm going up the stairs and I, it's very hilly and very, it's a, it's very, um, can be a steep decline, incline trail system. And all of a sudden, like the hip flexor pain just came and it was so bad, so quick. But I was in the middle of the woods, nowhere. Right. And of course, why bring your phone? I mean, connect to nature, just whatever. And I mean, and I do that. I'd never run with a phone. So you can kill me now, everybody who's listening to this. And no, they won't um, kill you now.
0: kill, yeah, kill you me, win.
1: kill me tomorrow. Um, and but I, so I had to get home, but it was especially going downhill, like back to the buttermilk where the trails rock aid station is at, uh, Keyuga, Oh my man. Oh, it was, it's, it was kind of felt like mile 40 of a 50 miler race when you like, can't go downhill anymore. But I had just been hiking and like walking and it was very, a very real feeling. And I, uh, it was, terrible in the moment, but I also was sort of thinking like, Oh, I can't wait to do this in a race. Like I can't wait for this. It was, it was also awesome. And it reminded me of the things that I've missed not doing ultras for almost over a year. And, um, you know, especially this, the past, like basically two months that I've been on the elliptical and the bike, it just made me miss it. And but not in a and in think that I am missing out on anything more like I can't wait till I can do this again and uh so it was a fail but I did get home um and uh, I feel fi- I feel all right feels all right like the next day it just took me like about five hours of foam rolling lying on the ground um and in the shower before I was able to f- get myself to work and
0: work It's good good morning (laughs) that's good I it's funny that you say like you know I'm missing that you know it's like that that kind of deep muscle pain and that's what I got uh, this weekend a little bit which is weird because I totally expected a lot more Um, I did uh, 16 miles at Letchworth, so uh, a little gang got together um and it did, I, I was like, you know, the night before, uh, Sheila was, uh, all, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do this to that, to this, to that, and over to there and one of these and some of those. And then probably like, I'll do a little bit more cause I'm trying to get to 16 to 20 and I'm like, uh, 16 to 20. No, bueno. Like I can't, that scares me a little bit cause I had done 12 and a half and I had done like... I had done 10 and a half and 12 and a half on the weekends, but like, you know, at some point you got to do a little bit less and you can't just keep doing more. And I didn't really want to do 16 because I was like, no, I'll do like, um, I'll do like a 10 to 12 and then next week I won't do much at all. And then I'll start all over again. You know, the way smart people think, but you get on the trails with your friends and you're like, well, we did we're going from here to there. And, oh, if we go over there, that's pretty nice. And then we we'll go over here. And and then it was like, well, I could stop at, like, 12. Uh, we were at, we we're at like, 11. Uh, no. Sorry. So we were at, like, 10 miles um, because that's where uh, Eric and Ron stopped. And then it was, like, Jen and Sheila and me. And Sheila's like, okay, I'm going to do all these things. And I was like, hmm, I only got, like, 10 and we were really easy on ourselves you know we were we were running at a decent pace we we're even walking some of the hills we having a conversational pace nobody's uh you know trying to set an fkt here um so at 10 miles i felt kind of good and then like you run 3 miles and we're at the opposite end of the park now my car is very far away i could say i'm done <laughs> And then eventually the paddy wagon will come and pick me up once everybody else is done running. Well, that makes no sense. Just keep running, right? So, mm-hmm. you know. So then Sheila was giving me grief afterwards. She's like, "Oh, sixteen to twenty scares me." Uh, goes and does sixteen with no problem, which is weird, right? Because like I did, um, but then the, I was expecting to like be sore the next morning. And I was a little bit, but not super bad because I think it was like 16 miles and 1,600 feet of climbing, like 100 feet from, per mile. Pretty reasonable, nothing crazy. Um, two hills that made you kind of huff and puff a bunch. but um, it, But what was sore was all the muscles I don't have anymore. You know, like like the little stabilizers on the sides of my knees, or like the little mm-hmm. outside part of my hips, or like the inside of my ankles—all the muscles that were like, dude, we left you at about eight miles. Like you, <laughs> you did it with you know your your uh, quads for the rest of the way. Yeah, you know, and it was okay. Like I felt fine. I'm a little. I was a little tired. I ran three the next day maybe with Clara, maybe for, um, my dog and, um, it was slow going, but you know, like just like a recovery thing. And then today was the first day I ran since then. And I didn't have, I just didn't have any energy. Like I was just draggy.
1: That's surprising. At the end of a full day of work, you wouldn't have any energy to (laughs) run.
0: (laughs) Well, and, and that, I think that 16 miler is like, Hey, you, uh, you know, that was good. But, anyways, you know, using those old muscles—I guess that's the thing, right? You, yeah. You got your hiking muscles. I got my uh, like little teeny tiny baby muscles all over the place that were like, "What's going on, dude?"
1: Yeah. It, but it was—it was like I was—I was like a little taste. Like you're like, "Oh, I can't wait till I like feel this during an actual race when I'm actually fit." Yeah. So Chris, I gave you a whole half hour to think about this and I've thought about it for a whole 31 minutes since I texted you this, but I want to know, I'm thinking about defining moments, just times in your life where maybe something changed or you just remember your first of something like maybe going to the Bills game or um, graduating from high school or something like that. When was the first moment for you when you, um, when running became a part of your identity?
0: Part of my identity was the part of this question that I struggled with. Cause I struggle to still say that running is part of my identity now. And I'm not saying the, like, I'm not a runner, part of the thing. Cause I do like I am. Um, but if it was part of my identity, then I would have been pretty lost uh, quite a bit recently. Cause I wouldn't have had my identity, which made me think pretty deeply on this whole question, which is far deeper than I think you intended to go.
1: I think, yeah, Yep. yep. I think it is cuz yeah. I meant it as um I guess part of who you are I guess I should have said um I think that you know being when you think of somebody, they're a whole person, right? So you are also a podcaster as part of who you are. A father is part of who you are. Um, a friend is part of who you are. Um, a bagel baker is part of who you are and a runner is part of who you are. And I was specifically looking for when the running is part of who I am. When did that dawn on you?
0: Yeah. So in that regard, um, I definitely hope I'm a better runner than a bagel baker. I sure hope that much. I freaking
1: hope not. You're gonna <laughs> you're feeding me. I I hope start working on your cheese bread. Yeah right.
0: Um. So in this, I and I think I've told this story before, but in the second coming of running, the thing that made me kind of be like, "Hey, I'm gonna keep doing this," is when I was going out for runs, like after you know I have twins and when they were babies like after they went to sleep like I would normally just go to sleep it would be you know like that's it time time to go um but I started running after they started going to bed and there was one run where I was like I was running and I was just used to doing like I had worked my way up to maybe a five mile run so I might run from like you know, say eight to nine o'clock at night, something like that. Um, and I was like running and I was uh, one of those nights where I was just like, I'm going to go. And I was like, hey, I'll turn down this street because I've never run down this street before. And when I finally came out of this neighborhood at a place where I was, I was near Black Creek Park. So that meant I was five and a half miles from my house. And I was doing a five mile run, so it's sort of complicated things. And of course, you know, my wife's home with those babies; she ain't coming to get me, (laughs) like. So I had to run back, and I was like, "Ooh, I got five miles. I got to run back," you know. Um. So I was just like, "I'm gonna take it nice and easy," you know, and just sort of chill. And I ran back, and actually, the running home was easier than the running out because well, there's no pressure and I know I just gotta, you know, make it back. Um, and I was like, you're not walking cause it's kind of chilly, you know? Um, and then I, when I got home, like when I got to my neighborhood, I was almost at like 12 miles, you know, some like that, you know, a little bit over 12 or something. And I was like, I could just run like a half mile that way and run back and I would have a half marathon, but I didn't cause I was like, who accidentally runs a half marathon, you know? Um, so then I went, I went home and I ended up at like, you know, I don't know, something like 12 and a quarter. And I was like, huh? Well, if I just did that, I guess I could uh, probably do a little bit more, you know, and I just from that point I, I there was something I realized that when when it's not hard, it's not hard. Right? Like when you're when you're doing it, it's not so it, it's it's fun. And you know, I was like, Hey, look at me, I just ran like twelve miles and I didn't even mean to. And so I just at that point I had a feeling, yeah, I'll be doing this, you know, a lot more. Even not only more days, but for a little bit more at a time, probably.
1: I like so, that story.
0: Oh, thanks. I'm I'm glad it it met the the expectations of your heavy heavy question.
1: You always exceed my expectations, Chris. Oh,
0: so now that you had 37 minutes, do you do you have an answer um, that you'd like to share?
1: Yes. So in the good old days before GPS watches, um, I remember I was doing a route that I normally do and I decided to go to the next street and turn and do a little bit more. Well, the next street ended up being like three more miles. And I remember being very upset with myself because it was hot. I didn't bring any water or anything. Cause this route was like probably 10 miles and just like, Oh, I'll just go to the next road. I'm sure that it turns in a, in, you know, a half mile. It wasn't for three more miles. And then I had to go back and I remember finishing that run. And I had my runner's high and I had gone through like a a valley and then came back out of the peak. And I remember getting home and I went to this old, I don't know if it's still a thing. It's called map my run. And I looked at where I had gone and realized that I had just run 16 miles. And I remember lying on my floor thinking, well, I think I could do this half marathon that's in town now. And um. Yeah. I, I, it was something as small as that. Just, I accidentally didn't, I wanted to go to the next street and I didn't, and I made it home like, and it was 16 miles. And I don't remember much about how I felt besides tired. I don't know if I, what I was doing then it was, I don't even remember. It It must've been like, yeah, eight, nine years ago. And I remember thinking like, I actually like this thing and I think this could be like a hobby actually because, you know, I live in Ithaca, but I don't have any friends yet and I don't know anyone. And I just remember that I didn't have a watch. I didn't do anything. I was just, I have to get home somehow. And it was also extremely empowering that I could use my feet to get that far around. And I think it was, that was one of the, uh, probably the first major like, I think I'm a runner and I like it.
0: Yeah. What what's interesting about uh what what you just said to me was you were trying to do a 10 mile route and you ended up doing 16 and so that gave you the uh feeling that you could do a half marathon. <laughs> yeah you're like oh, a 10 you're like oh, i'm at 10 i don't know that i can get all the way to 13 you know
1: it's three like, more miles is a long time it
0: is you're like i've never done that before i don't i don't know you know it. it's funny the things that we the things that we put in our head you know like i don't know i i just find it very interesting the things we say to our Say to ourselves, either when we're telling ourselves it's okay to go and do something stupid, or when we're telling ourselves, like, ah, you better not, you know?
1: Yeah. I, a lot of times, I have to remind myself, like, just because you have run 50 miles or you have run a 50K doesn't mean you can do it this weekend. I think that, um, I, I used to feel like you, Always had to be able to do that kind of running and that was a sign that you were a real runner. I don't believe that anymore, Um, but I do occasionally have to remind myself like just because that looks really fun and you've run a 50k before doesn't mean that you can do it this weekend. Yeah. Or should do it this weekend. You might be able to survive, but it will probably not be good for your long-term running health.
0: Well, that's when I told myself about this stupid 16 miles in Latchworth and what, what lesson did I learn? The lesson I learned was, yeah, you could go do it. It'll be fine. <laughs>
1: like, that's true. That's true. But so, 16 is different than 30.
0: Oh, absolutely. I just don't think I took home what I should have taken home because, you know, now I'm like, well... I mean, did that encourage you to that encouraging at all? Well, so, because the thing for me is the reason I like to run, like, I guess what you would say is long distances, um, is because it takes a long time for my shoulders to finally come down off of my ears. And it takes a long time for my head to finish thinking the thoughts and it takes You know, it just takes a while for me. It's not something I can, like, sink into a nice, easy three-miler on the treadmill in the basement. That just doesn't, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just not the way it works. Maybe I can get better at that eventually, but that's just not the way it happens. So for me, like, the idea of, like, wait a minute, I could go do a 20-miler, you know, um, on the Twisted Branch course.
1: I think you should wait for me to do that.
0: (laughs) But the idea that I could get back to that is like, ah, that would be so good to go out and do that, you know? And like, and we shall. So that's, that's sort of what I mean um, by like, I I learned my quote lesson and was like, Hey, you know? Um, So I don't know. What do I know?
1: Sometimes, you know, moral of the story, sometimes you can do more than you think you do. You can, and other times you can't. And that was our weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a pretty good weekend, you know, all told. Um,
1: Do you have anything else on this topic, or would you like to transition into the best segment of the
0: show? No, I don't. How about that?
1: All right. Well, then let's transition to everybody's favorite segment, the food segment. Do, 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 what
0: you eating, Chris? Uh, well, I'm not eating yet because we just had that crazy day I just told you all about. And so what I will be eating is outside the door or somewhere in the house. Um, Summer puts your food through a slat <laughs> uh, door. Yeah, right. Slides it under. Um, all, all I eat is pancakes. <laughs> a, yes. Um, Flat foods. Pancakes and ketchup packets yeah um so uh i made carrot dogs this week and i've been wanting to make them for a long time my friend lexi makes them and i think they're really great they are vehicles for uh mustard and pickles and um they're really tasty actually like i was like "Eh, carrot dogs and at one time in batavia i had one and i was like whoa then Batavia Carrot Dogs world renowned. Hey, you know what? Um it is a very interesting place, Old Batavia.
1: I know yeah. I have relatives there.
0: <laughs> well, then do they know Eli Fish Brewing Company? Cuz that's where I had my carrot dog and it was good. They
1: will soon.
0: Yeah. Eli Fish, baby. Well, you'll add that to the list. You should make me some. That sounds great. Um, So, yeah, I'll put the recipe in the show notes. How about that? And others can Ooh, also, also make it. But uh, they were, they're very good. They're nice and smoky. They got things like paprika and turmeric and coriander and um, vegetable stock and soy sauce and, you know, things like that. Yeah. That, that sounds um, like
1: actually the broth that I kind of, when I make satan, you boil satan in a broth. And that kind of sounds like the broth that I make for that.
0: Look at you. You're a, you're a Christian warrior boiling, boiling Satan in a, I know. In a broth. Really Having awesome. a seance. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're very good and I'm kind of excited for them. And I bought some, um, I didn't make because I'm not as industrious as you quite yet, but I bought some uh, beet kraut that I'm very Ooh, excited for. Oh, that sounds delicious. For. I'm very excited for it. It's like beets uh, turned into sauerkraut. So nice. Can't, can't beat that with a stick. So I'm going to put that on there and a little bit of brown mustard. I'm very excited. Take me out to the ball game. That okay. sounds great. Right? That's a... That's going to probably 18 terrible baseball players, but one hell of a carrot dog (laughs) and some kraut, you know,
1: I've been relishing the roasted asparagus recently. It's asparagus season. So I've been roasting that up and uh, adding that to some of my meals has been pretty good.
0: Hey, don't think I didn't notice what you did there with relishing. That was pretty. Oh, thanks. Oh, you didn't even mean to. No, (laughs) that was pretty good. Yeah,
1: I, sometimes I just don't even understand the
0: poet laureate I am. Yeah, right. I believe the way that goes is you're you're a poet, and you and I don't know even more. know it. That's the
1: one. And I'm too afraid to show it.
0: No, I think if you knew it, you would <laughs> chew it. That's true. I think I found that. Wrong.
1: Anyway, yes, roasted asparagus is my uh, win of the week. But I did finish one of my nine-pound buckets of peanut butter today, so it always feels good when you. When you pack that in
0: all at once, yeah, it took me like a week, <laughs> all in one sitting, all in um, one sitting. <laughs> so I think I found that run and I'm looking back on my, in the way back machine and Garmin is telling me it was a 14 mile run. So, cause I had never gone back and looked to find this thing. So Garmin tells me it was actually 14 miles, which which would surprise the heck out of me because I've always thought of it as I was just under a half marathon.
1: Maybe the roads expanded by that back then, then, you know, time
0: continuum. This has to be a different run. This can't It definitely
1: probably is. It's probably, I mean, come on, how many years ago was that? They can't still have that Um, data. It was
0: like 10 yeah, no way there's that data. Well, no, that data is there because I uploaded it and I'm keeping it. The one I'm looking at here is from June of 2013. But I'm... You said it was cold, so... Yeah, I really could swear that that was like in June of 2012 or July. I don't know. Sorry for the sidetrack. I didn't find it. I thought I did. I got real excited for a minute. Well, all well that ends well. <laughs> How did it, did this actually end well? <laughs> I
1: don't think so, but I think we should stop now before it gets
0: worse. I didn't even get to make a comment about asparagus pee at all, so
1: and that's all right for the audience. I didn't
0: get to ask you about how you're preparing your asparagus, like you know, with olive oil, salt, and pepper. Olive oil, salt, and pepper, straight up. That's the yep, best. Roast
1: method. it. Yep, and then I put it in my rice bowls. Yeah, that's with some mo- Parmesan cheese, eggs.
0: Do you chop up, do you cut up your asparagus spears or do you just, you put them in, you you go at them whole? I chop them. Hmm.
1: I did do whole ones. And then I realized this would stir in a lot better to rice if they were chopped.
0: Right. Right. And you wouldn't have to put them in your mouth and make like the weird smiley where like part of it sticks out of each end of your
1: Oh, I just like, no, I put the whole thing in at once.
0: Of course. (laughs) imagine on most days you eat like a muppet you're gonna see soon <laughs> like like you just put it in there and you're like mom 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 <laughs> get your <laughs> cookies <sighs>
1: oh well, this is this is such a what a way to end the show uh if you want to follow us you can and uh that'd be cool but you don't have to if you don't want to yeah, Chris and I are still going
0: to be here. <laughs> yeah. We got a cool little Patreon thing and um, Ellie and I are trying to figure out what to do with that thing. Um, but oh, see, Ellie, we didn't even talk about it. Okay. If you are on the Patreon, I'm going to send you a link to my cool little new project that I've been building. So if you've listened this long, if you've listened this long, then congratulations. And uh, you're probably a glutton for punishment. So I'll send you a link to this new thing. That's where we'll start. How about that?
1: That sounds wonderful.
0: Oh boy. All these enthusiasm right out the window.
1: I keep forgetting to check back on it. I just know. I'm just calling, I'm internally calling myself an idiot. Cause I haven't looked at it you're since a, I you're first a
0: started. I'm working on it. Yeah. I know. Hold yourself responsible for what you feel responsible for.
1: Oh, I like that. We should probably go. Cause I don't feel responsible for this. <laughs> Bye. Bye.